0: Hi, I'm Kirsten Siggins, and welcome to the Institute of Curiosity podcast. For the last 12 years, together with my business partner, Kathy Turner, who, fun fact, is also my mom, we help people communicate effectively at work and at home, even in conflict. Our secret? Curiosity. Now, one of the biggest things that we've learned in the work that we do is that effective communication skills are skills that are just expected of us, and they're not taught which can be hard, stressful, and make you feel like you're stuck and alone. It's our mission to change that. In our podcast, Kathy and I will be sitting down together, having real conversations, sharing everything from our experiences and perspectives to our unique conversation model, so that you can stay confident, curious, and connected in every conversation, even the emotional and high stakes ones. Let's get started. Hi, mom.
1: Hi, Kirsten.
0: Well, I'm excited to talk to you today because one of the things that we get asked about a lot are effective communication skills. And I think one of the things that we learned, one of the biggest, at least for me, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in the work that we've done is that communication skills are just skills that we're all expected to know how to do and we're expected to know how to do them well, and they're skills that we're never taught. And so today I thought we could talk about what are effective communication skills so we can break it down and just really get clear on the specific skills that help make communication easy and also effective so that we can see, hear, and understand others because essentially that's what we all want, right? We all want to be seen, heard, and understood, and we're never taught how to do this, and it can be really hard.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, I think that's a great place. And it's a, good, it's a good kickoff of this little series we're doing on communication skills.
0: Awesome. Okay, so let's start with what are effective communication skills? Let's go straight to the heart of the matter. It's the burning question, what are they?
1: Okay, so let's think of what, first of all, for me, skills are, and I looked up in the dictionary, skills really are defined as expertise. And as you so rightly said a minute ago, we're not taught these skills. So it's hard for us to have expertise in something that we've never been taught to do. And I think that a lot of people think of communication as talking to others, getting my point across. I've got to deliver my point. And they, they're they responsible for listening to me because, of course, I'm i am saying it perfectly. The reality is communication is based on not only talking but also listening. And the, a lot of people say effective communicators are those who listen more than they speak. And I, I have to say that I really agree with this because we need to learn to listen to others, really listen so we can understand them. So having that in mind, let's look at the skills of our framework, because I think those are the fundamental skills that we need, not only to be curious, but also to communicate effectively.
0: So before we go into the framework, let's just talk about this framework a little bit for people who are not familiar with our work and why we came up with this framework, because this was something that we recognized that people were really struggling with is having conversations for all the reasons that you're saying people are talking at people not with people to understand them, right? We get so focused on being understood that we're not understanding and that's what leads to conflict. So let's just briefly talk a little bit about this communication model and how we came up with it and why it's so important.
1: Okay. Well, I think uh, it's interesting because it didn't come up. We didn't set out to develop a communication model, Or communication framework we were we're more we're really interested in curiosity and we realized that effective communication is grounded in that and so it was more we, we came at it from the back end recognizing that with the work we were doing we were supporting people to become more effective communicators through the use of curiosity and yet it was really the effective communication piece that was so rewarding for people when they began to really understand each other. And they'd come back, they were working in diets and triads and say, oh, my 12 year old son told me that, thank you. This is the best conversation we've ever had. Or I begin to understand my husband. I've been married for 25 years in arranged marriage and he, now I can understand where he's coming from. Those are pretty powerful statements. And we realize that communication is something that we all need some help with and that what we were learning was a value. So that was how we came about developing our framework. So then looking at our framework, it's made up of three parts, three, three big pieces. One is to be present and open. And if we're not open to others, if we're not present in the moment, nothing else is gonna happen. Of people are talking about mindfulness now and being present and it's so necessary to be in the moment if we're thinking about what we're going to do later what a, just a terrible conversation that I just had something that hasn't gone right how many things I have to do today and I'm talking to you I'm not listening even when I'm supposedly silent I'm not listening to you I'm, my head is in 50 million different places and I can't I'm not being attentive to you If I'm trying to write an email message while listening to you, if we're trying to do a lot of things at home and listening to our kids, we're not listening. And so we need to learn to be present in the moment, respect the person enough to truly be there for them. We've developed the acronym of ABSORB, and that's one way of looking at it, and it covers off all of the things a is for attention we need to really attend to people b is around body language and tone of voice if we're not noticing the body language and the tone of voice of people it's we're missing out on a lot of what's going on for them and you know when i coach over the phone i i really know when someone's figured out what's right for them because their voice becomes so much lighter it just it changes completely into this light light place we need to stop and focus on them uh, be open and to understand, not judge and as soon as we put begin to be judging someone, forget it because we're not really we're not present for them. Repeat through paraphrasing i you know i what I've heard you say is to confirm that both parties understand and become the gremlins in our head those that board of directors as someone call it, we know calls it that little chatter in our heads that gives us a lot of usually negative feedback but not necessarily and and interferes with our ability to listen to people who are speaking to us what is your experience of being present
0: well it's interesting so being the being present part is something that i think so many people struggle with i think it's like the same kind of thing around communication skills where we're just expected to know how to do it and we're not taught right we really do have to teach ourselves how to be present in the moment because our attention is always being requested of us whether it's our phone or work or kids or life or just even the chatter in our heads whatever it may be the thought process that we have going on for ourselves and it's it's an interesting thing because you're right we can't communicate effectively if we're not present fully present to give the speaker our full attention. And Simon Sinek does this amazing, he has this fantastic video out and you may have seen it where even just showing up, even talking to somebody holding a phone messages that you're not that important, right? Because when you're standing there holding a phone, the person that you're standing with looking at the phone is thinking the phone is more important than me. And so just having that awareness, right, of just putting everything down and putting the phone away and giving your full attention to the speaker, that's how we start having conversations. That's how we build relationships. And it's the first step that is absolutely imperative. It's so important if you're going to communicate effectively.
1: And how many times have you been in a restaurant and either sat with someone, I know I have, where they've got their phone on the table and they keep looking at it, waiting to see if there's a text, waiting to see if something's come through. Or you see everyone else in a restaurant where everyone's got their phones on the table and they're all doing that. How, I, mean, I, I, I always think, feel disrespected when I'm sitting with someone who's doing that because I know they're not listening to me and I'm not as important as their phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that also for women, we've been taught or messaged, or I'm not sure what it is, but I've had this conversation with so many of my girlfriends where people are, they're proud because they can multitask and they're frustrated with their husbands or they're frustrated with people at work because, you know, they they can't multitask and do too many things at once. And the reality is, is that none of us should be multitasking because we can't divide our attention effectively in that many ways. And so when we're Using our phones or looking at our phones or even thinking about what might be coming down the pipeline with emails or phone calls or text messages or whatever, we're never fully giving the person we're with their full attention. And it's rude, it's just messaging. The phone is more important than anything that you or the person has to say, the speaker has to say. So I think it's something, it's a perspective that a lot of us don't consider. uh, And it really does make an impact of just being aware of how we show up and give our attention to people around us because it's how we build our relationships and build trust in relationship.
1: And message respect.
0: Yeah, 100%. So now that we're present and we're giving the speaker our full attention so that we can understand what's happening, what's the second step?
1: Well, just as we were talking about earlier, listening, the gift of listening, listening. If we don't listen then we're never going to understand what others are talking about. And when we say understand, we're not saying agree with, we're just saying understand. And there's a big difference. And I think a lot of people think, oh, I understand you, I agree with you, and that you have to agree to understand it. You'll keep digging until you, they must come around to seeing your point of view or they must agree with you because that's how you have understanding. And it's not the case. We just need to really understand another person's perspective and to appreciate it. So at this point, the way to do that is to truly listen and once again, be open and not judging and listen in a way that you're really focused on the other person. So much of our world today is around me and around developing I mean even awareness or around people have to understand me people have to this with me I I I know that I'm saying things if they don't understand me then it's their problem not mine that kind of perspective and it it doesn't work because any conversation has at least two people in it and well unless you have self-reflecting in your own head in which case it's just one but the principles are the same. When With two people, you need to really listen to what's being said. And we can't listen unless, first of all, we're present, and secondly, that we're focused on the other person. And it's, it's so important to focus on others. And I think that's a key that a lot of, a lot of books are missing out on, a lot of, of ideas. And until we can get to a place where we can do that, we're never going to be able to connect and understand each other in a way that's respectful. So the second point is we can listen to someone and in our head we're going, I'd never do that or they shouldn't do that. That's stupid whatever. And those are all judging thoughts. And if we're judging, we're not understanding. And we have no interest in understanding. So we need to set aside that judgment and just park it somewhere. So if our voice comes in and says, oh, I park, stop it and park it. Because unless we're open to focusing on the other person and truly understanding their perspective, their ideas, what they're trying to say, we're never going to understand them. And if we don't understand them, then we We're we're talking on two different levels. We're talking in two different ways, and we're never going to connect. So we need to to find that common ground. We need to really uh, focus on understanding the other person. So we need to listen in a way that um, ensures we're really focused on them and we're open and non-judging as we do it.
0: You know, something you said, it, it's really interesting what you said that the, the understanding piece is missing. And I think for me, the biggest game changer was learning. The first step was thinking that I was a lot more present than I really was. And the second step, thinking that I was an amazing listener, right? I really, truly believed I thought I was an amazing listener and I wasn't. I was a great fixer and solver. And I think that what we know for sure in the work that we've done, everybody believes that they're an amazing listener already. They really think that they listen well. And even when we do workshops with professional listeners, I mean, these people are hired to listen to others. They've done endless hours of training. Almost always at the end, it will be thank you because I, you know, believed I was a better listener than I really was, right? They're skills that we just take for granted and we don't practice them. So learning to listen is a skill that we must learn how to do. But the biggest game changer for me was understanding how to process the information when we listen. And just as you were saying, how the understanding of other is so important, because I think when we have conversations, there's this idea of we need to be understood. We need to listen to put our point across. We need to look like an expert. We need to contribute in a way that's meaningful. We need to help our friends or help our colleagues or help our clients by fixing and solving a problem. And as a result, a lot of the time we listen in a way where we hear what we want to hear or we listen for places to jump in rather than fully being open to all the information we're having and processing in a way to keep the focus on other and understanding other for most people having conversations the focus is about self and how we show up and that's what we're taught we're taught to speak in a way that we're listened to we're taught to speak in a way to make our points across we're taught in a way to to focus on ourselves thinking that we're doing a great thing but the reality of the situation as you're saying in order to communicate effectively it's learning to be open to understand what you're hearing and processing that information in a way where we're not judging it. We're not fixing and solving it. We're just hearing it so that we can better understand where they're coming from and what their needs are and what they want. And like you said, you don't have to agree with it and you don't have to like it, but it allows us to fully understand it. And that is something we're just not taught how to do.
1: I just thought of a really interesting metaphor for this. And I mean, we talk about the dance at times with, with people being in relationship and partners. I just had a visual of a dance floor. And you know, there are times when you see a group of people on the floor and they may be dancing in couples. They may just be a group of people dancing, but they're in their own little groove. They're all about themselves. They're listening to music. They're translating that and the way they move their body. They're aware of the people around them, but they're not connecting. They're just in it for themselves and then you can see a couple doing the tango or the i don't know the of the waltz or the something and there is such a connection there and they're really open to listening and following and watching and just understanding the other person as they dance and there you can see the connection you can see how they're becoming one on the dance floor and i think when we listen and we judge or we listen and we're not open to others and we listen and we're not focused on others, we're that person on the dance floor in our own little world. We may think that we're dancing with our partner. There may be two of us on the floor, but we're really all about us. Whereas when you're dancing the tango, you're listening to the other person. Even the one who's following is listening, but also the one who's leading is listening to the other. And it creates a very different scenario.
0: Yeah. And you can disagree. I mean, you can fully, this, that's the thing that I, I find so incredible and what, you know, is so life changing about this is that you can, you don't have to agree with people. I think there's also this idea that in order to have a great conversation, you have to agree on everything. And that's not true at all. You know, you can absolutely have an effective conversation uh, an amazing conversation with very, very different perspectives and as long as you're open to listening and learning, you know, hearing what the different perspectives are, I mean, that's how we learn. It's how we innovate and it's how we collaborate. And yet we are so programmed to focus on ourselves and be afraid of new thoughts and new ideas or, or think in terms of right or wrong or past judgment that it literally our brain shut down and we stop listening. So it's 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 so interesting and it's so important to have the ability to keep our our minds open as we listen to different thoughts and perspectives and, and have that awareness of when they rub us the wrong way so that we can dig a little bit deeper and, and figure out, okay, what is it that I'm not willing to understand or what is it that I'm afraid of or what is it that I don't want to learn in this moment or how come I think my perspective is more important and just being able to have that ability to sit and, and, be, and suspend that judgment and turn down the volume of that little voice in our head so that we, we can be open to hearing everything is really game-changing.
1: Yes, it is. And that's how we build connection, and that's how we feel good and feel nourished in a conversation.
0: And it's how we communicate effectively because we're hearing what's being said so that we can respond in a way that addresses the issues rather than listening to the stories we're making up in our head or making assumptions and, you know, responding in a way that meets our needs rather than the needs of everybody. Yeah. So let's talk about, so, it's, so we're present and we're listening and we're open as we process the information. And what's the third step? Because we have it's a three-step process.
1: The third one is once we're in that place and we've listened to what people are saying, we can start asking open questions to clarify and make sure that we really understand what they're saying. And, you know, the, the questions it may be when we're listening, we're listening from our own lens. So we're hearing things as from our perspective. Asking the questions opens that up so that we can begin to understand more about what they're saying and really understand their perspective, what they're trying to get across to us. And through that, when, 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 we better understand their perspective, then we can connect those dots. So we speak back to them with meaning with, in a way that is going to hold meaning for them. So that's going to be easy for them to understand us.
0: Because without understanding when we don't understand others, it leads to conflict. Yes. Right? When we don't understand, and this is what's so interesting uh, when you read the science about it, is that our brain is hardwired to understand. We all want to understand things. And if we don't have true understanding, then we create a story in our head to make it so we, that we understand, what, we create the understanding, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and that leads to conflict, right? We all have stories that we believe in our head that may or may not be true that lead to assumptions. And until we ask those questions, we never really know what's going on, and it's not an effective way to communicate. Yep. So
1: we'd like to give you two takeaways for today. And the first one is be, it, it's the it's foundational piece. Without it, the rest will never come to be. Be present and open to what is happening. So that means focusing on the other person, messaging, respect, not multitasking, um, really being there for them. And the second one is listening, not just saying, well, I can listen, but really listening, focused on the other person in a way that's non-judging, in a way that you can really begin to understand what they're saying and focus more on the listening than the speaking it's more important that we understand others than we seek to be understood and i know that sounds maybe backwards we just suggest give it a try um and and i think you'll find that you're going to be able to learn a lot more about what others are saying and better understand them to build those relationships you want
0: that's it for this week's episode thank you so much for listening We hope that you had the opportunity to hear new thoughts and perspectives and understand that you're not alone. We invite you to join this continuing conversation on Facebook and Instagram at Institute of Curiosity. It's your place to share experiences, learn new tricks and tools, or ask those burning questions that you want answers to. You can learn more about our work or access our free course at instituteofcuriosity.com and in our book, The Power of Curiosity, how to have real conversations that create collaboration, innovation, and understanding. If you like what you heard, we hope you'll please rate and review us, and then don't forget to share us with your friends. Then hit subscribe to keep up with the latest episodes. Thanks again for tuning in. Stay curious, and we'll see you next week. Have an awesome day.